Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun, an Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker recap podcast. It's happening. We're doing it. We are going to go over the OHL from February 25th, and I am joined by my co-host and brother, Joseph. Joe, how are you doing this Friday? I'm doing well, Mike. Good to be here. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for making the time to get this done. I like doing it earlier if it's better. I just think it's better to get it out there. People are still kind of hot. gives people a chance to listen. So let's get into it. This was uh, exciting to hear this week. It was an all-Zoomers show, um, which uh, clearly means that they just couldn't find a guest, right? <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding, but they, I, th- I think they joked about that, they right? They did say that. I, th- I immediately thought that, you know, because I'm a jerk that would think that. <laughs> Um, no, I think that they've been talking about it and, you know, Matt mentioned on after hours, I think last week, like, let's do an all zoomer show. Like, I think they've been primed to do it. And, uh, overall, I think it felt good. I think it felt, I mean, it felt very much just like a long after hours, you know, uh, is really what it was. I mean, when you just don't have guests and you don't have an agenda really gives you more time for zoomers. Um, I thought, uh, I noted it took a while to get a Zoomer. I mean, even though we're doing an all-Zoomer episode, they they took quite a long time to finally get to a Zoomer. Um, Because Tim did a bit about how, you know, we're doing an all-Zoom episode, but of course we're having guests. You know, and then he he joked about having Bob Dylan on the show and did a whole bit about Bob Dylan um, performing and talking about his life story. I thought it was funny. I thought that was... Uh, a good, like, just a good kind of, your expectations are never met. They say it's an all Zoom show. You come on and it's just stalling right off the bat. Like, no, we're not actually, you know, we're just going to bullshit ourselves, which is, you know, what I prefer anyway. What did you think of the intro? I thought it was a good intro. I, I'm actually okay with uh, longer intros and not getting right to the Zooms. Like, I was sort of feeling like it would be, underwhelming for for a whole show to be just nothing but zooms but it wasn't and uh i was satisfied with you know how it was the beginning was and uh yeah the dylan bit was was pretty funny and you know he loves bringing up how dylan's got these epic songs and stuff and sort of teasing teasing that idea yeah i um I actually have Tim's um, Titanic song parody on vinyl. That's like one of my prized possessions, um, <laughs> which is a pretty good one. I think I've only listened to it like once, but um, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, City of the Day brought to you by Burt Certificate. Um, for when your name is Burt and you need to prove it. Uh, <laughs> this is not just for B-U-R-T, but B-E-R-T as well. Um, this was silly. Uh you know, what what a strange thing. It, there was a, I noted that they were t- like in the middle of the read, whoever wrote this was did a, f- a funny thing where they like said after you, you know, it was like after you figure out your birth certificate, you can continue talking about things like, you know, it was like explaining how to just talk, you know, <laughs> like you talk about sports or hot air balloons. Um, 
which I thought was funny. And I noted hot air balloons because, of course, me and you took a hot air balloon ride almost 10 years ago. And uh, so whenever I hear people talk about hot air balloons, I get excited. Um, city, yeah, city, yeah. city of the day was Miami, Florida. Uh, what did you think of Burt's certificate? How'd this play for you? Excellent. I loved it. Uh, wow. I was, I was um, imagining like just somebody had to do something with a birth certificate and uh, it just, somebody's like, what about a bird? Like a, it seems like a slip, slip of a tongue, you know, you flub over a word and then suddenly it's gold. Like you just go with it, write it all yeah. out. It's, like a, it's a good, well, it's like when, yeah. when they're talking about birth, birth certificate and like all the different, you know, laying it all out for you about what this is. It's fantastic. I, it made me laugh, and I just was smiling from ear to ear. Great stuff. Yeah, this one, because it's so it's so absurd, and it is just like a word mess up or something instead of birth. It's a birth certificate. means nothing. There's no deep meaning. There's not. It's really not even like the lack of cleverness is what makes it brilliant. You know what I mean? The fact that they usually are like, yeah, I, oh, we got to make this thing real clever and like have have it all tie together and have have it actually be something that's like witty or you know well thought out or or whatever this was just like no no let's just take those words and then what would that be (laughs) what would a birth certificate be so i agree i thought it was very funny um uh i noted that tim um tim sometimes pats doug on the ass and sometimes on the back uh they brought up that tim literally patted Doug on the back when he walked in um, uh, when he came in this morning and Doug said well you sometimes you pat me on the ass but this time was on the back I thought that was funny um, feature man we're talking feature man again still no zoomers I wrote um, question of the day uh, was this ingredient of the feature man um, a feature man clip and um, they had a funny little chat about, like, Tim was like, do I watch Fellini or do I watch Feature Man? Do I watch, you know, Eight and a Half? <laughs> and uh, he keeps going back to Feature Man. Have you had a chance to watch this Feature Man? Um, yeah, I, I saw the original video that they were talking about with the cornflakes. Yeah. I watched that. Um, and then I watched Tim's parody of that with a smoothie on Patreon. Um, what did you think? Did that work for you? Not really. <laughs> I, 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 don't re- I don't really get the humor. I'm not, I mean, it's just an easy thing that is being sold as hilarious and I, it's not working for me. I'm not, I'm I, not that excited about it. I don't get, I don't even get the, why Tim would do an exact video like that because he likes it so much possibly, but the way he did it was sort of amusing. Mm-hmm. The real guy is not amusing to me. And I, I'm not like there with the rest of everyone else. Probably. I, I, don't know. I find feature man, like his existence to be funny to me. Like if you go to his YouTube, he made these videos like 12 years ago and like they, they somehow took off just because like, I don't think he was being, cheeky or sarcastic or anything he just like made these videos like he just like felt like i'm gonna make 
videos about this weird stuff that I eat and like just like this was before kind of the craze of everybody doing that you know like this is this is 12 years ago or something his videos are old so that's kind of what I find appealing about it um but I don't think I'm not like I don't want to watch them all and Tim's thing yeah definitely was just like a little bit flat and was just like okay like who is this for? People that like Feature Man? Is this for people that have never seen the bit? Like, if you're if you're watching that and you don't know the bit, is it just like totally goofy? You know, I, I don't know. I thought it was a little off too. But anyway, I thought the pickle and pizza sandwich. Like, I do. I am kind of entertained by what this guy's putting on sandwiches and stuff. Like, that's you know the pickle and pizza sandwich, and then he threw raisins on. I mean, that's that's funny. I mean, and they. So yeah, I'm kind of jumping ahead, but. I wrote, did you, when you heard that, did you have a answer, anything going through your mind when they said, what would be the secret ingredient to this pickle and pizza sandwich? Did anything jump into your mind? Like, if you had a guess, what would it have been before it was revealed? I didn't. I was just thinking about normal ingredients that you'd put with stuff, and when uh-huh. Azumer finally gave an answer that was pretty good, I was thinking, oh, that's better than what I was thinking, which was really no- nothing amusing, nothing, like, funny. Just thinking of normal ingredients that you might put in a sandwich yeah i i don't know i'm not clever like that i guess i just wrote that i was thinking something sweet like i thought that like the the sandwich it has pickles it has pizza it has sauce and cheese and bacon i i was just thinking this guy's a sweet fucking tooth like if you watch his other shit he's just always like going sweet and it was raisins i thought it was um I wasn't totally sure if I believed these people <laughs> that guessed grapes because putting grapes on a sandwich is a very awkward just thing to do. Round grapes just don't. So I wondered, did they look at the video and then think of a way to kind of back into it the way they did? Is that too too much of a conspiracy theory? I don't know. I think it was really on the nose of like getting to gr- to raisins. Yeah, I was like suspicious myself, but little suspicious. Then again, like why would you do that? And I guess <laughs> people I guess are grapes, weird. I think grapes is funny. Like if you imagine the guy taking a bunch of grapes and sticking those in, into a sandwich, like the imagery of it is sort of a silly concept. And I was thinking, yeah. oh, I like I like to guess because it would be a, a strange thing to do, but. I also thought it was really close to like backing into raisins. And yeah, very little. And I, little I, think, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Trust it. Yeah, what, he was a little. He was a little sad about it. To what end would you uh-huh. even want to like cheat and you know take the fun out of it? And yeah. you know they were early on in the show, so nobody else could enjoy the. It ruined. Uh, it ruined question of the day. Yeah, definitely blue question of the day. Uh, ruined it. Very early guess. I think it was the first fucking, or maybe it was the second guess or something. But yeah, okay. that's That took all the wind out of that sail. So hopefully they weren't trolling. Um, I wrote this little Mr. America sequel bit where Tim started, you know, he talked to somebody and they somehow came up about making a Mr. America sequel. And then he started taking the fake phone calls from Variety and Hollywood Reporter and Steven Spielberg. And that was a funny on the spot little bit. I liked that. Um, there was a guy from Ireland that yeah. was saying that? Yeah, a guy from Ireland, yes. Um, 
he was the one they called up and they just kind of went down a hole. Kevin Doyle was dressed up in a tuxedo or something or a suit. And he kind of chatted about a bunch of stuff. They went down a thing about talking about Chris Elliott on Letterman, which, you know, we all love Chris Elliott, obviously. Um, Sure. I I liked to hear that, um, you know, that Tim, you know, really was fond of some of that. Chris Elliott knew that inside and out. Uh, you, You know some of those old bits? Chris Elliott on Letterman is a bit before my watching of Letterman. I know that is a thing that I missed. Yeah. So I, I watched some Johnny Carson back in the day, but Letterman was too late and I wasn't able to stay up or, you know, I was too young yeah. at the time to catch it. So um, I'm sure you but, could, I'm sure there's like a YouTube video that has a collection of all that stuff. I'm sure I've, I've watched I, some I, of that stuff before. I'm positive. You know, I, I caught up with Chris Elliott through the rest of, you know, after he got more famous, he had a couple, he had a show, uh, get a life, Fox, get a yeah. life. And he had, uh, I, I liked a lot of his movie roles that he's in, you know, uh, he's great mm-hmm. in scary movie too. And, and, uh, I'm a big shit's Creek fan. So, I'll say that he's my one of my favorites in that. Yeah, Groundhog Day, he's very good. And have you ever seen Eagle Heart? Okay. No, I, I never saw that, but I know that was a well-liked show. It's fantastic. I highly, highly recommend Eagle Heart. I think it was directed by Jason Walliner, who we spoke about the other day. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful show, really well done, very, very funny. It's like a MacGyver kind of knockoff, but it's... Um, it's just Chris Elliott being completely outrageous. I, I love it. I, I tell a lot of people that it's you know it's right in that great wheelhouse of uh, Adult Swim eleven minute yeah. episodes, but it's just fucking so. I've funny. heard many people talk about it. I've heard Chris Elliott talk about it on podcasts. Uh huh. It's you know I listen to all these people talk about their things, but I never watch all the things. So yeah, I would give I would give I it yeah someday someday Eagleheart highly recommend Eagleheart. I love it. Tim joked that, uh, and unfortunately, David Letterman is sad he passed away this morning. He just threw that. He did a little bit about that, choked on his beard. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was a nice, just, he just slipped it in. It was just very funny. He, uh, yeah, those imagery jokes of like, you know, uh-huh. that's an easy, like, way of killing off Letterman in a funny way. That's a good one. Um, slipping those in there. Yeah, he moved on to, he talked about Bruce Willis and Michael Keaton and, like, how he was surprised as a kid to hear, like, what, these guys are going to be in action movies? What? Somebody brought up uh, Moonlighting. Thought that was funny. That's just, like, uh, you know, an interesting uh, whatever. The way he kept saying, these guys, you know, it was, again, just Tim performance. And then that led right into a Obama and Springsteen conversation bit about how they're on a podcast together and he kind of went listen. on a, a rant yeah now listen uh, he's got that he obama does a good obama he does a good obama i used to do a fun obama with with me we um but I, I need to be like worked up into it i can't just do it off i need i like need like a buddy to kind of to joke around with and i can get it but um it's like you talk like this and then the things you say are at the end like this so next on on the show, they had J.P. Hassan, who's a musician, comedian, and tour manager with Tim and Eric. 
So it's that, it's that kind of thing. It's more like a, you know, that kind of thing. That's like that wasn't it's great. A pacing. Yeah, he talks it's a like this. And America, are you have to, you know, there's like those little duts and stuts. But so yeah, JP Inc. Um, interesting to hear from the tour manager. Uh, I like this idea of him doing his own massage music. I, you know, I mean. Uh-huh. I've been trying to make my own ambient music. It's like I, I am taking it a little more seriously, but like uh, massage music is I'm not a hater. Like I don't even mind that shit. I listen to fucking spa playlists and stuff on Spotify. I don't, I don't even care. So that, that's cool. It's, it's very close to things I listen to all the time. Sure. Um, the, the crap factory video. Very silly, yeah. uh, but made me laugh. Um that's one to maybe check out uh but it was um i mean like the only thing that the name crap factory i think was just (laughs) just such a weird uh, just a weird little button on it you know it just kind of makes it a little off or something but the whole bit with the pictures and stuff that was that was a funny visual thing um so yeah jp hassan that was that was our only guest really and it was a zoom call so i guess all guests are zoom calls but um, somebody called with a saxophone bit and tried to do a bit on the boys, which, you know, Tim said that's like a Tim Heidecker bit. Uh, <laughs> and I can play any song. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, I can name. I can name uh, every, any. You know, I can do. I can do the impression of any president. You know, that's that's Tim's similar one where he just you know doesn't do it. You know, because you don't know. But this guy went. Um, this guy didn't even, his bit was just to be like, oh, I don't know that one. Let me look it up. You know, like, fell flat. Sorry. Nice try, pal. Um, then the next guy called in with the, talking about the dead dog of the month club thing. And uh, that led to the Mar- yeah. that led to the Mars Rover talk. Um, but yeah, I thought the, mm-hmm. I, I want to say the Zoom calls were kind of, just not great to, for a Zoom episode. I thought that a lot of the Zoom calls were very, kind of a, sadly missed the missed the mark on a lot of them. Um, I wrote some crummy Zoomers, uh, but Tim early 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 on definitely yeah. The, on, the, yeah. The, this guy that like called in and had like I have a question for Vic and Doug and and uh, and Tim and like he went through all this stuff and he like, they weren't really questions. They were like I, I like this thing that you do and uh, that one was a rough call. It led to it led to Tim, this guy asking about John Mouse, and said Tim was like, "I'm more into Joe Rat," <laughs> uh, which was funny. Um, they talked the Mars rover. Doug was hating on this idea of Mars, which I thought was was fun. And um, let's see what else we have here. Oh, I think the highlight for me <laughs> of the show was Tim doing. Tim was going through his dad's music, you know, choices, and Vic was too. And then he started doing an impression of, of Doug's dad, <laughs> talking about like how you know, just he just did a, a long impression of Doug's dad um, in this like Canadian, kind of Upper Peninsula, Michigan kind of sounding, you know, North Dakota accent for whatever reason, just really pushing the um, Illinois thing. I thought that was very funny. Um, did you get a kick out of that? I'm sure you did. Yeah, that was good. Um, I, I thought it was a, a good voice. Yeah, uh, that made me laugh quite a bit. Um, 
they talked about this Woody documentary. Like, what are we doing watching these things? Like, why do we? Have you have you heard about this Woody documentary? Yeah, uh, I haven't watched it yet, and I'm not sure if I'm going to, but I might want to see it and just, you know, I haven't felt very good about Woody in a long time because ever since a lot of this came out, I it was hard to face the music that yeah, one of your one of the people that you like all their films is a you know a jerk, uh, a, a creep, so. Yeah, have you uh, have you stopped? Have you not? Have you not turned back and watched Woody Allen anymore? Have you been like, I can't watch? I, I thought his I. Movies? I always thought I would want to, and I, but I just haven't. I really, I think about um, the movie Manhattan and like different ones where he's creeping out, and uh, it's it's hard to go back. Like I just, uh, it's it sucks. So, and you know, I feel you know, it, this came, sort of came up where a caller came up, calling in and was asking about John Mouse, and he's a guy. Yep. Along with Ariel Pink, that have let me down similar in a similar way. Like, where I, I don't want to just be like I'm done. You know, I'm done because these guys are Trump supporters. But it hurts. It definitely hurts. And you know. I, for instance, we have Michael Jackson records in the house. Those all just got put away. Like it's too ugly to listen to those anymore. And uh, you know, Woody Allen's been shelved, and you know, it, it, it's a yeah. bummer when you find out people are creeps and and jerks. And um, you know, I yeah, I, I have a pro. I, I, I it sucks that you. I have a hard time separating it. I, I people people don't. I spoke to. I had a conversation about this recently where people. Some people were saying, I don't have a problem separating it. Like, I can happily listen to Michael Jackson and not think about the things that I've heard. Some of them, you know, and who, you know. And um, I can't. Like, I I used to love Louis C. I used to love the show Louis. Like, I thought it was one of the most brilliantly done shows. Like, no bullshit. I thought it was good. But I cannot. And it's not even, I don't even think what he did was, like, so awful or any, like I think that he yeah. kind of got bagged a little bit with the with what he was doing I'm sure sure he's a little bit of a sicko but it's it like I wish that the way that it all went down like you know what I mean like it's just it there, has ruined definitely it, it has ruined this it, yeah it's ruined it for me irregardless of the reaction and um Woody Allen same uh, thing like I don't know if I completely believe I don't know who to believe it's it's a very very complicated weird thing it's very easy to just look at this and say yeah Woody Allen was fucked up I mean it's clear that he had some issues but it sucks I, you know I, I don't think you can do uh, like I could watch the Woody Allen and maybe uh, feel like he's innocent but I doubt it I don't feel like he's innocent so I yeah I, I it, like hate watching that would just be like make it a matter of fact, like the Michael Jackson thing, like I watched that and I was like, I'm done with Michael Jackson forever. Like there's, I can't even think about listening to any of those records anymore. And so in a way, like if I jump into a Woody Allen is a pedophile documentary, like I know I'll never feel like watching take the money and run. I'll, I'll never watch mm -hmm. bananas in the same way. Like it, it, it's a shame. And I don't, I'm not even treating um, like I still will probably always love Ariel Pink music and, but 
it, there's definitely like a it hurts now it, it does hurt to think about that he's a bummer and trump supporter is he, is he is he really is he not trolling everybody is it not a gig is it not a bit if, if it's a bit he took it all the way like to the point of where yeah. a lot of his fan base just you know canceled him and uh, uh-huh. i i haven't i'm not gonna say it seems I absurd because i i i like his music I, I actually really like his music john mouse you know his music's okay, like he's nothing special, but, um, you know. Yeah. And so Woody Allen, like I, I feel like maybe I, it's responsible to watch and know that he is truly a creep, and I should just, you know, not watch. Yeah, it's it's really anymore. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it is worth it. I mean, I watched the first episode. I, I think that. I think either way, like for me, whether I saw this documentary or not, I already had weird feelings about Woody, watching Woody Allen stuff over the past few years, for sure. Like even I, I did too. I haven't watched anything, and yeah, uh, I, I'm a, I was a super fan. I have like all these VHS. I have all these. Oh, I know. You turned I've, me on I've to Woody. all yeah. the movies. Yeah, uh, and uh, Louis C.K. He's another one where I don't even think what he did is so crazy, but you know, his humor is like directly funny because he was teasing about you know ugly shit and so he's really well in his in his stand-up his his jokes would be like i walked on the street and i just everybody i see i just want to fucking jerk off all the time you know like he's just always you know it's just yeah so like horrible like you can't how could you how yeah how could you even watch that i mean how it would be so hard to like listen to him do that um because you thought it was like a you know you did think it was was a hype you thought it was hypothetical. I mean, like, yeah, you walk down the street, like, people are horny. Like, I get, like that's the gag. Like, oh, I'm horny. I walk down the street. But when he says, I'm, I just fucking want to jerk off all over everybody and all over your fucking face, I'm going to come out. Like, he would say all this shit. And it's like, oh, that's actually, like, you were actually living out some of those fantasies, which is fucked up. Yeah, he's he's not like Pee Wee Herman went and, you know, masturbated in a theater. He's not like that level where you can be forgiven. Like, he's his bits were actually all about being a dirty horn horn dog and and um, yeah so it's a little bit different yeah like maybe uh, you know i i feel like he could you know come back and people would be okay with him because what he did was not so terrible but he probably needs about another five years before it he makes his yeah. real comeback he did the he, he did back, the half apologies and nobody wants a half apology they want a real apology you know so he did the that, whole. That, he did the whole. He did the whole right wing thing too. Like he started leaning in a little right when he came back, which is, is fucking weird. But all right, moving on from that topic, we beat it to death. Um, somebody yeah, called in with a Sopranos. No, that's that's all good. Somebody called in with a. I found this very odd, and I found out the guys didn't pick up on it. Somebody called in with a, a request for them to do a bit where where it's Polly from the Sopranos in a hip coffee place, and. That literally happens in the show, The Sopranos. There's an episode, a very sort of famous episode, where Polly goes into the fucking hip coffee shop, and he's like, "Oh, you know." And then he he steals something. He like steals something out of the case there as like a "fuck you," like coffee's Italian, and you know, like I thought it, I thought it was weird that this guy like did he not know that that is like a thing that actually happened in the show? Anyway, it did lead to some fun, uh, so I'm not gonna hate on it. Um, but I just couldn't get out of my mind because you say, 
it was like this guy was saying, I have this really funny idea for a bit where, say it's Polly and he goes into like a hip coffee shop. It's like, wait, that they did that. That's not a clever idea. Like, I, I don't he know. wrote it. He wrote that in his head just right then, Mike. Didn't you know anything? <laughs> uh, if he did and hasn't seen that episode, that's very well, weird. I, again, it's like, are we getting trolled here by these Zoomers? Like, is, is he trying to get one by us? Guessing. I haven't watched Sopranos in so long that he may have got one over on me because I I didn't remember that. So well, no, the guys didn't. The guys didn't remember either. I would have thought somebody would have said, "Well, that happens on the show, pal." Um, anyway, moving on, it did lead to some funny stuff. Uh, sure, Vincent Price on Batman as Egghead made me laugh quite a bit. This Vincent Price quick little rundown, um, you know, where he was. That was the the nineteen sixty six. Batman Robin is where he played Egghead, I, I imagine. Yeah, that yeah. was it, where uh-huh. that was from. Yes. Yeah, he's talking about, like, you know, he did a whole bit about how, you know, he's Adam West and, hey, Vincent, we, you know, we got a, this role for you in Batman. I'm like, oh, the Joker, the Penguin. <laughs> Tim's impression of Vincent Price was funny. Um, and we wrapped up the show with an interesting story from a girl. I don't know if it's terribly interesting. This is, this is what I, I kind of say that a lot. I've, I've noticed listening back, I say Interesting. I say, well, I don't know if it's really that interesting. Um, Gail called in with a story about having a three-letter username on Twitter, and she was offered ten to fifteen thousand dollars for the uh, the you know for the the tag, the the Twitter handle. So this led to like a funny kind of what what should you do? And everybody had an opinion. Some people like just take the money. Other you know, other people like you know, double it, and you know. Tim did this like example of how exactly to do it, you know, um, mm-hmm. how to walk her through it. Like pretend like she doesn't really know it and then come off real casual and then like, you know, say, well, I, I couldn't after I talked to some people and I, I, re- I realized I couldn't take anything less than whatever. I thought that was funny and smart. And um, I, I, I liked that little conversation at the end of the uh, show. Yeah, it was good that she brought something, you know for them to you know help her with rather than just try to be funny or try to be you know it was an opportunity to you know bring something to the table a little bit for them to discuss and you know be entertained by themselves and that works for Mm -hmm. everybody as a listening like i'm thinking like what would i would tell her to do you know and i think that's kind of a interesting spot to be like you get out early and you get to get a hold of a a three letter thing and somebody wants it and like yeah you know when i was uh it's like choosing choosing joseph allen art for instance like joseph allen was already taken just straight up joseph allen so i had to go with the art as part of it you know so i'm sure people want that uh i think there's a gazillion joseph allens in the world so um yeah yeah the it's it's there's a whole industry of there's a whole business of uh, like bots that go around and they buy up domains it's similar to the domains online like something.com and it's fucking dark it sucks because like people google what <laughs> so if you go on to GoDaddy and see if something's available like if you want to go on there and see if uh you know i love lacroix.com is available because you want to make a website about how you love lacroix um, mm-hmm. there's people tracking that 
and they'll see that somebody searched for ilovelacroix.com. And if you, you, you search it and you say, oh, it's available, but you don't buy right there. Uh, they'll like track and monitor how serious you are about maybe purchasing that domain and then they'll purchase it so that you have to, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's just fucked up. It's like people are out there just buying up every single domain you can in the hopes that maybe it turns into a, a thing or if something becomes popular, like, uh, you know, some new show or something like the Sopranos, like somebody's probably bought up like all the Sopranos type things and it's a bummer. So this is a real thing where you have to buy back websites and stuff. I own a couple websites where if I go on GoDaddy, it's like, your website is worth $1,000 because you bought it, um, whatever, for whatever reason. Like, I have MuddleEarth.com, and somebody might just want that. And it's, it's a strange thing. What would you do? Would you take 10 to 15 grand, or would you, would you, uh, would you try to get more? Um, I probably would try to get more. Ooh. If you're, if you're going to... If you're uh, willing to pay that much for a name, you might pay a little bit more. I mean, yeah. uh, I I would maybe want to see where it goes. I, I would expect that you would not get paid, and this is somebody trying to, you know, yeah. get the name and not actually pay you. And so I might be, play a little hardball with them, you know. Yeah, I would see go. What, I would happens. if they said ten to fifteen. I wouldn't go thirty. I'd go twenty. I'd say I can do it for 20 right now. 20. Done. No no negotiation. If you want to do 20, if you don't want to do it, I'm walking and see what, and see what they say. Because I think you probably get 20. 30 is aggressive, and then you start a negotiation, which maybe gets you down to 20, but just maybe takes longer. Uh, next week is Doug's birthday show, which he does not want to acknowledge. He said he's going to hire somebody to come in and sit in his seat in a daft punk mask and he's gonna you know record some drops for the guy to do so that says something about doug he does not want the birthday uh treatment and i can see where he's coming from birthday treatments are annoying and uh, i get it um we'll see what they do uh overall the the regular show i i said was a good show i thought it was you know some crummy zoomers but overall i was entertained it was a nice low-key affair i enjoyed it so doing a Zoom show every once in a while totally works for me. Um, and it kind of breaks it up, breaks it up a little bit. After hours. Yeah, I think I think uh, somebody referenced how they liked the old episodes. And when. Well, that's Tim coming up. That's, yeah, that's coming up in, oh. in after hours right now. That's oh. after hours. OK, OK. My yeah, bad. it's all good. Uh, Phil was, Collins, uh, this Phil Collins story I thought was very interesting and, you gotta love uh, it, right? Well, I love Phil Collins personally. I thought Tim did a good Phil Collins impression, and he was like, "Does it sound like him?" Uh-huh. And he he did sound like him. He did a good job. But this whole uh, George Harrison pranking him bit was <laughs> was very was super funny. I mean, that's that's very clever. I love that story. I love I yeah. love hearing that story. Uh huh. For sure. Uh, somebody called about the dead milkmen. I don't want to talk about that. I don't care. Um, yeah, and then somebody called, do we miss the old format of the show? This is something I've discussed on this show many times, um, and it's a very... I do. I, I've said before, you need a separate, either a separate Zoom or a separate phone number so that you can get the randos, and um, I think that that would be great. I think it would bring it all together, where you could have Zoomers that you know they're fans and they love you, you can go to one of them or you could go to the rant, you know, you can go to kind of the scary phone, like when it rings and just say, hey, you want to take one? Like, you know, 
which could lead to some stuff because you know they br- it could lead to trolls or, or just people that would prefer that format of speaking. Yeah, or not. Yeah, to not have their uh, face up there, which can be humiliating and strange. Like the phone thing and just the voice only. You can be a little more anonymous and you can be have a little more balls to say things. When you see yourself on that screen, you get nervous and it tends to fuck you up a little bit. And people are all screwed up. So they talked about Doctor Dumpster, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Good old Dr. Dumpster. That I mean, there were some good callers back then. Some interesting, weird shit. Um, there was good callers a few years ago, but even really early on, like I have lots of memories of laughing my ass off on like car trips with with my wife, and we're traveling to the. I think we were traveling to Philadelphia, and there was a guy um, talking about being from Philadelphia, and Tim like jumped on him it was just like hanging up on him and it was just a, a funny moment where uh had me in stitches and a you know you just don't really get that mean tim to just somebody that's not even like being a troll but being like lame or just sort of uh like how's it going you know just asking polite questions that have nothing to do with anything and and tim just get, has no patience you know and it Having no patience with a Zoomer is amusing, but it, it wasn't the same where you they'd get a bad run of a bunch of, you know, boring callers in a row, and he, he would lose his temper, and it would be always hysterical to me. So there, there has to be I, a I way. I think it goes both ways. Figure that out. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I think it goes both ways. Tim, yeah, no, it's all right. Tim, Tim, uh, equally he it's harder for him to be mad when he's seeing somebody and looking at them like he can't he's like he's a nice person so he's not just he he like has to hold back and i've noticed like recently he's very he tries to be polite even if he's ripping on somebody he'll say oh you know i'm just kidding around like oh thanks for calling in like even though you can tell in his eyes that he's like god this is a brutal call or a brutal zoom Whereas the calling, he, he had no filter. He's not seeing anybody, so he doesn't care. He's just like hearing them and saying, yeah. fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like he's not going to say that to a Zoomer. It's too harsh to say that face to face. So Definitely. I mean, he's he's someone, you, when you're looking people in the eyes and telling them that you're, you know, obnoxious, it's it's rough. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we all agree. Let's maybe, get some callers back, right? I yeah. think that's what people want. It's it's a common thing coming up, and it could be why people are talking like, uh, "Let's have a Zoom show," because they're yes. craving sort of that content of like what the show used to be. Sort of was this off the cuff call, callers calling in and being, you know, being something, mm-hmm. being being spontaneous, really. Agreed. Um... Uh, there was a few, uh, somebody, t- they, they wanted a musical rant that I don't, uh, some of this information was kind of, uh, gone over before I noted that Tim said he was in more knickers than you'd, you'd ever believe, which I thought was just a funny thing to say. Uh, big bald man called and Tim, you know, asked him to smother, he just said smother me, you know, just sit on me. And, you know, that was funny. Uh, somebody called in and it led to Tim saying that you know, used to be a bully, which uh, was a good little short little bit, but, um, uh, you know, giving people swirlies and, you know, pulling down people's pants uh, was funny. 
Um, it's like taking the other side of like where, what everybody would say, like, yeah, I was bullied and people were mean. Like, it's funnier just to be like, say, oh, yeah, I was a bully. It was hilarious. You know? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's a good bit. That's always just go, go where you wouldn't expect. Some girl called in about the Grateful Dead. Who was she? Seemed uh, she was very excited about her story about Phil Lesh being pissed off. Um, her energy made it made them like accept this call, but they thought this call was a little obnoxious. Um, Kai Smith, this drummer guy, this was a funny little bit. If you uh, if you flick through the video at some point, it was um, kind of stupid but I, I i got a little entertained like they were talking about it and then they eventually just showed the video and it was this guy this kid who like plays these three second snippets of beale songs on the drums uh you know <laughs> it was very strange um uh, very strange and this bit kind of went on they kind of talked about this for maybe a bit too long no no oko drops came no in no no yoko unfortunately um tiger Woods uh, crashed in a car called a Genesis and a little bit about, you know, again, Phil Collins came back to talk about how you need they need to start a car company called, you know, I thought that was funny. It was a funny <laughs> tie in uh, our second Genesis kind of bit. And they started playing old Genesis songs. <laughs> uh, and that was about it. I mean, the last caller, uh, Tim, no Tim noted the gray niner was on a timeout. And, uh, you know, just to stand by, you know. Um, and then somebody called uh, about this Mick Jagger line in um, Make a Dead Man Come at the end of that song. I did not know that was a, a lyric. Did you ever watch the Jean-Luc Godard um, uh, video with the Rolling Stones? I did. I think I did in college. I don't remember it very well. I did, too. I, yeah. I had it uh, somehow. We, I think we got it through Criterion or Netflix yeah. when they sent you the thing. Yeah, we I used remember. To, yeah. I remember watching that and thinking like, "This is good," but now I hate this song because I've heard it like about fourteen times in a row, and I don't know if yeah. I'll need to listen to this song ever again. And of course. Uh, so Tim is or Tim is very taken by these technical recording studio things and like. I don't know if I am. I get that completely. I'm sort of like bored by some of that stuff, and I feel like it. it I guess you would want to see what's going on in the studio, but then again, if you, I'm not a musician, so I don't like fully appreciate it. Um, you know, I like it. But, I like the screwing around. I mean, I even I even made a behind the scenes of. Um, my buddy's record, who was, you know, you probably, maybe you watched that little series I made with Miwi and Connor Oberst, um, that, uh, you know, I, don't think I, I do like that. I don't that. think I did that. Oh, okay. I well, know it's people on, do. It's on I, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know think people it's do fun. Like, like I, yeah, it's people just, it's like loose and like hanging out in the, hanging out in a studio and making music with people is a fun kind of uh, experience that if you do it and then you watch like how a band like a really famous band and you see them doing it you kind of like you know you can like understand that kind of weird vibe where this is a weird energy and you're in there and you're there to make something and there's like a little bit of pressure but you also want to keep it loose and fun and you know it's just I don't know I, I find it um, 
I'm not I'm not like enamored by yeah. rock rock docs the way the way Tim and the boys seem to be, but but I get the. Uh, the I've I've seen my fair share of rock docs and and things, and I'm not poo pooing any of them that I've you know. There's plenty of good ones that I've seen too, but for whatever reason, that one was a strange one to bring up. Probably yeah. just because they were talking about the Rolling Stones, but it was a weird one that I remember after watching it. Just like I don't like the song anymore. Possibly, yeah. I, I'm I'm somebody that like can't stand hearing something over and over again like that. It kills it for me, and yeah. uh, it I can't go back. I agree. Sometimes I agree. I used to hate Aerosmith because of the radio, and now I've gone back because I I hated Aerosmith so much that. It, it turned for me that now I like Aerosmith. <laughs> like yeah, I like those shitty 80s and person. 90s songs because they were played so much, and I went back. And I'm like, you know, I kind of like these songs, but that's a different. Anything story. that was that was on the radio, I felt like I hate. I hate it now. Even things I liked, I started to just hate. Uh, I had a roommate that yeah. used to play Bob Dylan so much that I began to hate Bob Dylan music all the time. Like he overplayed it. I had like all the CDs and I liked it and I was like I can't listen to these anymore he ruined it he overplayed it and now it's over like I'm done with Bob Dylan yeah. and now I, ha- I have come back to it but it, it definitely took a while people burn shit out for you and then it's ruined and uh, I, I need to have lots of things to you know not go back to often so yeah mm-hmm. a little rant there for, of, yeah. of what I can and cannot do Joe's uh, well, this takes us to the end of the episode here. They they did yeah, a um, no, no, that's we, this is what we were leading to, which is uh, this unmuting of all the people with instruments, which was fun. I, I liked this, and Tim made the funny comment is like, "What is this, The Grateful Dead?" Um, so that was fun. I think that's a success. Um, Jesus Christ. Somebody that? just turn on somebody turn on the garbage disposal. Uh, it might be a, a message to uh, come in and start we'll wrap it up. Oh, we're wrapping it up anyway here. So um, yeah, so turning off the instruments or you know unmuting all the people with instruments for a jam was a fun uh, little ending. I liked that, and uh, more of that kind of stuff. Like we've said, I still want to see that um, shot of all the zoomers. I think that that would be a fun thing to edit in, um, but. Yeah, it's it a, went into a drop concert a little bit. Yeah, a little shorty. Too. Yeah. The the weird horn sounds that kept coming in were like very strange sounding over mm-hmm. the, you know, it, it was cool. I liked it. I wanted more drop concert, but it, yeah, they was, they ended it wrapped it up. Yeah, the, it was a lo- it was a long after plan. hours. Yeah. Uh, the one um, that ended the, the previous show was also short though, I would say. I'm going to disagree. I think last week's drop concert was like 10 minutes long. No, I'm not talking last week. I'm talking this week's original, like first part of the show was, oh boy. You hear me? Are you hearing me? Yeah, it's a bark. Oh, I hear a barking dog and I hear you. But... Um... Yeah, well, I'm just going to wrap up this episode. We're done anyway, and there's a barking dog. So uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, We got a barking Bowie. Uh, The dog Bowie is barking up a storm. And you know what? I'm not, there's, we're not, it's not worth coming back to finish anything up here. So uh, 
thanks for tuning in um check out my brother's artwork on instagram joseph allen art check out his website josephallenart.com and uh if you got any uh comments for us or anything like that you can find us on wlhf pod on twitter and uh yeah that's gonna do it for us check out uh tiger shrimp and check out uh muddle earth and anything else that mike wants you to watch solo project solo project on amazon yes thanks for the plug joe um yeah that's that's a movie i made a few years back and that's available on amazon prime and uh leave me a review it helps my monetization of that film so yes everybody thanks for tuning in we'll see you next week be safe out there and um you know go get vaccined if you can take care take care joe take care